It's just about that time of the week. Time for the weekly Weebs podcast. Grab your friends, family, waifus, and husbandos, and join your favorite Weebs for an exciting show of anime talk. Hosts Crimson, Frenchie, Wickwicky, and Zario Machini will review and suggest shows, talk about news from the industry, and tackle some of the biggest arguments in the world of anime. It's the Weekly Weebs Podcast, starting now. What's up, everybody? It's Zario Machini here, bringing you in for another episode of the Weekly Weebs. And today I'm starting off with some news about Spy Family. Uh, it's going to be coming back on October 1st, and Hell they're yeah. showing off a, a new animation, or not animation, uh, a new image to promote it. You guys obviously can't see it, but you can Google it, I guess. I cannot wait for that fucking dog to make an appearance. Yeah. Yeah. The, that thing's this, bigger than her. Yeah, this big old boofer with, the, with beady little eyes. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that myself. I don't want to see it. Because you know what it reminds me of? <laughs> you would. You would think that. It looks like the same type of dog from You're Full Knox Brother. I mean, yeah, kinda, but whatever. Uh, and we've already seen to... her being mistreated. You didn't even have to finish that, like, yeah. to know. God damn it. You're welcome. No. You can't unsee it now, can you? Fuck you. <laughs> and to my left, being an asshole. Hello. If you couldn't tell, it's Frenchie. I usually am the asshole. Um, my news guy. My news today comes from Anime News Network. Uh, supposedly, Netflix is going to be adding 13 new anime titles in a, a new deal with uh, Nippon TV. Um, some of the ones already are available in uh, America as well as Japan, but some of the big ones they are going to be adding the first 38 episodes of Hunter Hunter worldwide in a lot of other countries as well as Oran High School Host Club in 190 countries and Claymore in 136 countries on September 1st hmm. other titles that will be streamed on a later date um, include Death Note uh, both parts of the show From Me to You From Me to You second season the original 1997 Berserk which I would be excited to watch uh, Parasite the Maxim another one that is already available in the U.S., but would become available in a lot of other countries. Um, Nana, Hajime no Ippo, The Fighting, and one that I'm really hoping becomes available in America is Monster, because that is a detective show I have been wanting to watch for a long time, but no major streaming site carries it. Oof. But yeah, I think... Um, yeah, I go to them non-majors. <laughs> yeah. uh, Netflix will stream the titles in the Death Note franchise in 14 countries. So, I think this is going to be an exciting thing to get some, you know... Not necessarily Netflix original anime, but getting some more anime available, not just in the U.S., but in other countries worldwide. Mm -hmm. That's fair. And then joining me from my left. Hello, it's me, Crimson. My news for you guys today involves the uh, Main Abyss series. Uh, season 2 has been out for a while, but uh, from what it sounds like, the final episode will be an hour long and will be broadcasted on September 28th. Uh, there will be an advanced screening on the 25th at EJ Anime Theater in Shinjuku. Um, right now, it's very hard to tell if this is going to be the show's like, last season slash last episode, or if they're talking about season two. They didn't really specify uh, the specifics on that. Um, so I guess we'll 
wait and see what happens with that whole mess. And then joining us from uh, another universe. What is up? It is me, WickWicky. Uh, my news today is about Kanganashura, a Netflix anime. Haha, <laughs> that rhymes. Uh, the second season is set to premiere on Netflix in 2023. Yes, the animation is trash. We get it. But it's kind of good. <laughs> I'm about it. Fair enough. That's my news. All also, right. guys, I've been continuing to watch uh, Magi. Kind of like it. Kind of dope. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Getting that opinion from Fresh Cakey. Mm-hmm. It hasn't changed yet. <laughs> Alright, so today, uh, what we're going to be talking about is sometimes uh, when a, a manga writer, they they have like an original idea for a, for a series of theirs that doesn't quite make it into the actual works. Uh, sometimes there's physical evidence of this. Sometimes it's just things that have been uh, talked about uh, in interviews. So uh, what I wanted to talk about was concepts for existing anime uh, and how they compare to what we already have and maybe even what things would be like if they kind of stuck to uh, some of the original designs. So the first one that I that I had uh, was about one of my longtime favorite shows, Naruto, and that's the fact that Naruto, in the original concept for the series, was not even a ninja. In fact, uh, Kishimoto, in a in an interview, said that he doesn't even like ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> and then writes the most iconic ninja anime and manga of all time. He sure does. Uh, Naruto was originally supposed to be uh, a manga about a ramen chef. Uh, and it was supposed to mirror his own personal love of ramen. Mood. Because the Ichiraku ramen shop is inspired by a real life ramen shop that he went to all the time as a kid. Uh, but That's cool, actually. yeah, isn't it? But the publisher said that a show like that wasn't gonna work. So it'd work now. It would work now. I would take a spinoff of Ichiraku Ramen. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah, it'd be like Food Wars, but better. <laughs> I mean, uh, don't look at me like that. Don't look at me with that tone of hearing. With that tone of hearing. <laughs> but yeah, uh. And part of the reason that they went with ninjas is because even though he doesn't like ninjas, uh, he liked the cultural side of ninjutsu. So, A cooking show with ninjutsu? It, we could have had it. We could have had it. Where instead of trying to become the Hokage, he was going to be the most badass ramen chef. Maybe traveling around, being like vigilante type, solving problems at every town and serving bomb ass ramen. I don't know why, but I'm picturing Golden Boy. I was just <laughs> thinking that. Same. Golden Boy with ramen. 
I love there it. is an episode where he works in a ramen shop or a True. noodle shop. True. Uh, yeah. I'm That'd just picturing that, but 400 episodes. Yeah. Still, <laughs> still has Shadow Clonjutsu, so he can be his own staff. Mm. Uh, we went from fresh cakey to fish cakey. Yep. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I think that's one of the tough things about a lot of these mangakas and artists is that they have a vision, and a lot of people kind of tell them to fuck off. Yep. And what we get a lot of the time is still good, but it may not have, you know, reached its full potential because their heart may not have been in it as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe, um, as awful as it is, maybe the editor was right, and mm-hmm. maybe th- at the time it would not have taken off as well. Well, uh, look back at uh, Kotaro uh, Lives Alone. Yeah. That... It's about a side character, but a mangaka, mm-hmm. who's trying to come up with ideas, and as his life changes, his ideas become better, and he gets pushed by his editor to produce better things, and stuff starts to work out for him. Mm-hmm. I think you can definitely tell, though, that uh, it. I think it really makes sense, I should say, that Hishimoto does not like ninjas, considering the titular ninja wears blaze orange and screams yeah (laughs) it's about as anti-ninja as you can get yeah it it checks out but also good on him for breaking the ninja stereotype by having a kid who's loud and horrible at being a ninja because he's loud Mm -hmm. he's just really strong yeah yeah and has you know a demon fox in him Mm -hmm. yeah frenchy so for me, a lot of the stuff that I was kind of coming up with was more of like how characters differ from the manga to the anime adaptation of, you know, that may have been the manga's original view, but mm-hmm. to serialize it and a little bit getting it on the screen, changes were made. And there were times like, an example we talk about a lot, Full Metal Alchemist, that how the anime went is very different from the manga because it got ahead of it. Right. And we've seen that in a lot of cases where if you don't have the uh, same source material or work closely with the original author, things kind of go to shit. Yeah. Look at Star Wars. Look at Game of Thrones. Look at the original Full Metal Alchemist. That you've got to have input. You know, they may not write the entire storyline for everything, but they have to have a strong input mm-hmm. on the show. And, like, that's one of the things that does excite me about, like, the. One Piece live action show that Oda has said he's very involved with it. He was involved in the casting, in writing the script and the storyline. Do I think it's going to be good? Absolutely not. Live actions are always bad. <laughs> or maybe not always bad, but they're never good. Right. They can be okay, like you've said, Full Metal Alchemist live action is honestly not that bad. Yeah. But when the peak is not that bad, <laughs> that shows you where a majority of the shit goes. Yeah, for sure. But, like, Full Metal Alchemist, um, Fruits Basket, and Hunter Hunter, these shows that kind of got ahead of where the manga was at or didn't have the popularity early on, so they get revamped, I think is a great example of then going back and you've got more source material to work from, you've got an opportunity, especially with how technology has made communication so much easier between countries, mm-hmm. getting to have more input from different sources and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. 
I mean, yeah, and you can uh, even looking at like uh, Death Note, for example, like that's another show that had a different ending than what was either in the manga or originally planned. Yeah, the the manga ending is uh, slightly different. Yeah, than the anime ending. I mean, it, in my opinion, I think that the anime ending was still good because oh, I think the anime ending is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to see the other ending. I haven't like read that part of it yet. Um, I would like to see how it is and it, how much it changed. And uh, see what I think is the beauty about the anime ending is that Light dies just like any other human. Yeah, for the he's ruled over the world essentially for better part of a decade, and in the end, he himself cannot escape death and fails. And loses his life like anyone else. That much is still true in the in the manga. He just doesn't really uh, get a chance to run away. Yeah, I like that he ran away because he showed him scared. I, I really like that oh, version of Light because yeah. he's begging for his life basically. Yeah, it's humanizing someone who has played the god for so long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you got, Crimson? That was. I was like, boy. I thought you were uh, inputting into uh, what Frenchie said. Well, I mean, wait, I, I, I contribute more. I mean, look at Soul Eater. Soul Eater had a way different ending. Yeah, that's than what true. The manga did. Yep. Uh, various characters were different. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I've read that. Uh, that the mangaka doesn't like the manga ending, and that was why the anime was different. Mm. Um, and that's crazy because the manga is way better. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. I would have to go back through and watch the later again, but last I remembered, I don't, I don't think I hated the ending. But again, I'd have to go through. One more time, watch it one more time to like, not the whole per- show, but just the ending. Literally, every person I know that likes Soul Eater hates the either hates the ending or likes the manga ending better. They want a better ending for the show, at the very least. Yeah, I'll have to watch it through again. But and the same kind of true, and that's one of the things I had on there was actually Soul Eater and Akami Got Kill, where they changed the ending from the manga, and um, Akami Got Kill's ending is mediocre at best, in my opinion. And as far as I know, they change a lot from the manga where in the manga specific characters don't die, that the way the story plays out is a lot different and stuff like that. Wow. And yeah. Instead of just focusing on Akame, it focuses on the entire group of assassins that she works with. And a little bit I think a little bit more on her sister as well, who ends up working with the people they're trying to kill. So, kind of breaks up, breaks down the relationship a little bit more. Hmm. That's fair. Oh, I didn't even think about that one. What's up, Wiggy? What good? The hood, you know. I'm playing with a pen. Yeah, it's pretty what? good too. I'm playing with a pen. I'm I... also playing with a pen. Whoa. <laughs> then, pen uh, pen pals over here. Mm-hmm. Boom. I hate that. But is yours multicolored? No, mine's just one color. It's the color of my skin. Oh, you're playing with that pen. 
yeah. I think you're giving yourself a little too much credit there. <laughs> since I'm not there in person, you know what I'm saying. I can, I'm chilling. Right. Completely naked. I mean, you could do that here too. Yeah. Like, but... what's ever stopping any of us? Yeah. Uh, well, I can tell you what the reason is. Is I would feel so bad and demoralized as a man sitting next to Cole, completely naked, knowing that he has a giant cock in the room. That's you right. don't. You don't have to feel demoralized. It, feel happy for other people, not jealous about what you don't have. <laughs> That's definitely something Hope would say in yeah, D and D. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, hey guys. So mine is also about Naruto. Ooh. Right. There's quite a bit, and I can't remember who said something about editors earlier in the episode. Who was that? Me. Yeah. Found out a lot of the stuff that I looked at was editors being like, no, you shouldn't do this, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Turns out, most of the time, it was a great decision from what I've seen. That it would have been weird seeing it the way the other way, and it just comes down to time restrictions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then it has nothing to do with what I'm about to talk about currently. This is about, the, all about Naruto and like the original concept of the show as it was being made as Naruto, not the ramen part was that, and all, all my stuff comes from a guy named uh, otaku underscore haven on TikTok who I, I follow. He just does these random nerd uh, anime facts that you may not know. And this is how I found out about a lot of this stuff. And this one was about how in Naruto originally uh, Kurama never existed and Naruto himself was the reincarnation of the Nine Tails oh. who could transform and make himself look like a human. Oh. Which I thought was crazy. Huh. Huh. I, I kind of like that. I do too. I th- if I remember correctly, I think there's something similar with that with uh, Piccolo. That he was supposed to be more of like a demon king than an alien. When the first ideas for Dragon Ball were co- being come up with as you know one of the first major villains. They call him the demon king in mm-hmm. the... Uh... And throughout all of Dragon Ball. Yeah, because King Piccolo is believed to be a demon, and then we learn in Dragon Ball Z, it's like, oh, no, he's an alien. Mm-hmm. But I'll talk about a little bit more with Dragon Ball, of the shit that changes there with <laughs> manga. Yeah. But could you imagine if that concept was real, right, and he stuck with that, how drastically the show would have been different <laughs> with the fact of all the Tail Beasts, if he would have kept all the Tail Beasts the same, and how they're not actually... Uh, Put into humans and separate entities, but they themselves are the tail beast. The entire human oh, form. I could picture that almost turning it into sort of a, more of an Inuyasha type show, hmm. where he has, where but he's like, uh, halfway kind of like foxish, like maybe he gains like aspects of fox, <laughs> like Bond. Yeah, kind of. Um. It would completely change the entire... He's already a fox. He's already the Ninetales. He just makes himself look like a human in appearance. I think it would completely change the entire story with the Akatsuki. Uh Like, it would still probably... You know, obviously you're not trying to catch the Jinturki to take the spirit out of him. I think it'd be more about potentially even just recruiting the Tailed Beast instead of anything else. And... Completely changes the entire story with um, when they was the three tails when they found it roaming mm-hmm. and they found the little kid and stuff like that. That entire story goes away pretty much. Mm-hmm. 
But I think I think the interaction with the Akatsuki would be a lot different if they had stuck with that original plan. Yeah. Like Naruto would have been a completely different type of character too. Like you wouldn't have like seen. How the hell am I gonna put it? Like, it'd be, I don't think I don't know how to explain. It. I just think it'd be wild. Is it would literally just change that entire character that we know. It would have been interesting, too, because, you know, the entire town avoids him because they know he's the Jin Cherokee. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it would have been more hidden and he would have been able to live more of a normal life. Maybe. Um, I feel like you'd be able to tell because of Chakra. Oh, also on that note, how powerful would he have been if he would have just been the Nine-Tailed Fox? Mm-hmm. He would have been OP as shit. There would have been no underdog about it. That's true. He would have been out there throwing hands to Zabuza himself. Maybe he would have been able to make a good clone. Would he even be a part of the the village? The only reason why Naruto was the Nine-Tailed Fox to begin with was because his dad was a Hokage. Holy shit, I don't want to spoil stuff. He'll forget about it. How do you know that? He knows about Minato already. Uh, I I mean, the Nine-Tailed attack uh, thing because of uh, someone... And got sealed inside Naruto. That's the only reason that he's in, even in the village. I want to know, like, how do you think he'd bring that into the story, or like, if we'd even be in the Leaf Village at all? Well, that's kind of the interesting thing is that there is a little bit of the filler arc where it's kind of like a reverse telling of like the village completely not trusting him and even imprisoning all the Jinchuriki and stuff like that, and them kind of coming together to rebel. And take down the Akatsuki. It's it's one of the um, storylines in the filler that I actually really like. I think it was like three or four episodes that all of the Jin Cherokee are basically recruited by Killer B. Oh, in the uh, Infinite Tsukuyomi? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where uh, it was that his dream where they I were basically so. Power Rangers and yeah. the beasts where like, they hung yeah. out on their shoulders. Yeah, like little Digimon. Yeah, I did like that one a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot of the stories in the Infinite Tsukuyomi are fucking stupid. Like, I hate Ten-Tens so much. Ten-Tens takes place in the same world as the uh, Will of Fire movie, which is weird. That's the one where uh, Naruto was evil, where he was Menma, and he destroyed the Leaf Village. Yeah. As the, hers is in the same world. That's <laughs> the entire part that I hate about that is the lead up to right right at the infant Sukuyomi. It's literally them like hinting that Ten Ten might be really important because they showcase her a lot in the upcoming episodes, like her trying to get to the battlefield in time and stuff like that, and then nothing, <laughs> literally nothing. <laughs> Uh, what a wasted character. Yeah. So, such a cool and interesting Bauer, and then wasted. Yep. Like, imagine if she got as much screen time as Sakura. Well, unfortunately, uh, the entirety of Naruto has, like, two good female characters. Like, Tsunade and Hinata, pretty much it. And both of them are, like... Hit and miss. Yeah. <laughs> More miss with Hinata. Yeah. She's what just about a... Samari? 
Tamara that she doesn't get enough screen time. Like she's a badass, but uh, so I still feel like she's a good female character. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll give it. it. Doesn't matter if there's enough screen time. She gets I, a half point. Uh, I'll give I'll give Tamari. But the problem is, if your best female character is someone who's on screen for like a total of twenty episodes, that's not great. <laughs> it is if your show is twenty episodes long, but when your show is seven hundred and twenty episodes, and she's in. Two arcs? Three? Three oh, arcs. Yeah, something like that. Because she's in the tuning exams, she's in the one where Gara basically gets killed and revived, and then she's in the war. She's also in the Sasuke Retrieval arc. Oh, that's right. One of the other interesting things that were changed, like, I mean, with Death Note especially, um, I think we've mentioned it before about how Originally, it was supposed to be. Whoa, now it's Higgins' turn. What are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I'll have a go. Uh, L winning against Light versus Light winning. Like, I know oh, that man. was one of the original ideas um, that was supposed to happen in Volume 13. I would have been okay with that ending. I also would have been okay if they just ended it after L dies. Yeah. Um, if they would have just had a implied. Like light one thing, I would have been fine with that. Like kind of but, like a nod. Yeah, but but that would have been dissatisfying. Uh, so really, the best way they could have done it is just have L win. Yeah, take that same ending that we get, and then just have it be L instead of near. Make it thirty-seven yeah. episodes, but just expand upon a little bit more with Light and L's relationship. Right. Agreed. I would give I would give up Light's victory over L to have that ending yeah as like good of a win that it was i would give that up mm. um so attack on titan used to be pretty different uh i got some with this too as well uh there is a pilot manga that was released you know as like a proof of concept uh called attack on titan zero Mm -hmm. the main character of that instead of uh, being Aaron because Aaron is not in this his name is Murakumo who's described as a combination of uh, Aaron and Levi so he's the main character so he's like this uh, uh, very capable titan killing badass Mm -hmm. uh But what really sets uh, Attack on Titan Zero apart from the current Attack on Titan is the Titans are uh, created by this cult of people who believe that humans are poisoning the Earth. So, They're not wrong, but continue. Yeah, <laughs> so in order to save the Earth, all humans need to be eradicated. So they used a combination of science and, like, weird religious druid magic and turned people into titans so that they would eat each other. Uh, and then the surviving humans actually had, like, built the walls to hide behind. Much different than 
what we have now, of course. Uh, and in fact, that was going to be the, the idea that they were going to stick with, obviously just with Aaron at, at the helm. It wasn't uh, until um, season two was being released, or, or at least around that part in the manga, that, uh, that he changed course because of how wildly popular it got around the world he started getting new ideas mm. and wanted to change things up didn't think that the that the old version uh would have would have cracked it and honestly the you can kind of even see in in the series where it sort of takes this turn really once it starts talking about like the coordinate and stuff like that and the plot starts getting kind of weird um so you can kind of see it yeah. uh, that that like uh, ideas were forming and changing, um, but ultimately, I love what we have. Oh yeah, way better than than what is in uh, Attack on Titan. Yeah, it's still kind of neat if you want to give it a read um, and see what we could have had to kind of piggyback off of that because I also found something about Zero apparently that the ODM wasn't even supposed to be a thing and it, humans were supposed to be able to jump 10 meters oh uh he's got ODM see huh yeah well I mean this was a this was a ditched idea oh uh, yeah I don't like the look of the titan oh uh, yeah it's, it's I mean it's horrifying mm. and they're already terrifying yeah Iwasawa the approach with Attack on Titan has been so interesting of all the plot twists and the secrecy and stuff like that of everyone involved in the series yeah yeah it's his first manga <laughs> Attack on Titan one of the most popular anime in history and considered by many to probably be like a top five anime ever mm -hmm. is the first manga written by Iwasawa Probably won't be the only one he'll ever need to write. That man probably made bank. Uh, I mean, considering how shitty he's been treated by his fans, it might be the last one he writes. We'll mm. see. Nah, he's also true. If people are kind to him for once. They won't be. <laughs> people Fair. being kind? Fair. What? Yeah. People, Attack on Titan fans not being toxic? <laughs> what? Um, but, like, he'd written a couple, like, one-shots or short stories before... But this was the first, like, serialization manga that he put pen to paper on. And from the first episode, this show has taken the world by storm. Yeah. And hooked. the crazy thing is because of how he's been mistreated by fans, there is a rumor that the anime is going to have a different ending than the manga. Because a lot of fans hated the ending in the uh, manga. Yeah, that's, that's what is, I've been That hearing. is true. That there's supposedly a rumor of three different endings that it could take. Mm -hmm. That, um, like a completely like 180 of how the manga goes, the manga ending, or a completely original one that has nothing to do with either circumstance. I, I mean, I don't know. No matter what, it's kind of a gamble, especially if you're just trying to 
people please. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how some people are. Especially if you're trying to attack on Titan fan please. Yeah. It, it just cuts to Aaron's eyes. As he's getting chomped down on. <laughs> he imagined the whole thing yeah. in his last couple seconds of life. Yeah, and he when he got eaten, he really was just getting eaten. <laughs> um, there was that a wouldn't th- be bad, though. That would that'd be, be terrible. I would uh, hate that. Yeah, I, I would hate it, but I would also be like, okay. There's been a theory about that for the... There's been a theory about that for... Um, the Walking Dead for years that the show's just going to end with Rick waking up in the hospital with Shane, Lori, and Carl all just being there yeah. like when he wakes up. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, people would be pissed. The yeah. problem, well, the problem with it is like the whole dream ending thing has been so has been done so often in the worst ways possible. It's never <laughs> satisfying. Exactly. Not, not as a true ending. If it had. The one series that if they had done it would have been demoralizing as fuck would have been Harry Potter. Uh, yes. That he yes. wakes up back in his basement, back in his room under the stairs. Yeah. Demoralizing as fuck. Yeah. That would have been what I would have stand. Or Star Wars, Luke, the original, Luke Skywalker just wakes up and... His Jedi adventures were just a dream of his. Man, yeah. Luke still had a good life. Yeah, his aunt and uncle would be alive again. <laughs> That'd be nice. He he was gonna join the Empire. To be fair, like that is true. They lived not terrible lives. Yeah, it's two things. With, I know it's not anime, but I just have to get it out there. His name should have been Luke Lars. Get rid of the name Skywalker. Yeah, and also why not raise him with mom and dad instead of aunt and uncle? <laughs> uh, I'm sure aunt and uncle shit is super common in Tatooine. I'm sure parents are dropping like flies. I'm sure. That's also fair. But also, like, yeah, we adopted you when you were a kid. We found you as a baby. We think your parents might have been killed by um, Tusken Raiders. Mm -hmm. We're your mom and dad now. You didn't have a uh, dad that um, was a spice, you know, shipper or anything like that. Right. Oh, Ben Kenobi, that's just some weird fucking old dude. (laughs) Yeah. Stay away from him. Think he has AIDS. (laughs) Space AIDS. Well, according to uh, to the Obi Wan series, originally he did say stay away from him. Yeah. Also, uh, complete side thing, but I really love that this is just perfect to fit around the edge of the Gator. Yeah. <laughs> it's the exact right yeah. size. Yeah, I think an inter- the uh, potential for a spinoff or a weird ending, I wouldn't put it past. And honestly, I could expect it to be really good. And maybe not even because of fan pressure. It could literally be that Iwasawa just wants to have one last what the fuck is going on for fans. I don't think he's even going to have one last one. Because I'm pretty sure I've seen somewhere that he's already announced he wants to do a spin-off of Attack on Titan that takes place in the same world. Mm. I don't know if it's uh, before, after, or during the events. But... It's just the Little Mermaid, but with the Titans under the water as they're doing the rumbling. Oh my god. (laughs) You just cut to it's better down where it's water and just smash. That's the Titans. Under the. (laughs) Under the feet! Real talk though, the scene where you actually see all those Titans, like, like, uh, torpedoing through the ocean, hilarious. Oh yeah. Super funny. 
it's still crazy to me that the fucking anime set up all of this season, like this past season, in the fucking end credits. Like the Titans coming out of the water, Mm -hmm. the fucking girls eating the flash and the stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Blows my fucking mind. Uh, His full on bone (laughs) form is in the opening credits. In which season? In uh, in season four, part two. Yeah, okay. in the rumbling. It's, See, I'm yeah. talking like all this shit happened back in like season one and two. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like the end credits, like the creepiest fuck ones, with yeah. like this, like the weird, like fucking, the, the like Dutch voices. And, yeah, yeah, and like the Dutch horror music in the background. I don't know why I say Dutch, but like it just yeah. sounds. <laughs> Where it was like like the cave paintings of Ymir and stuff like that, yeah. and it looks like, it just sounds like it's you know you take like a old fucking children's melody like fucking Mary uh, Ring Around the Rosie or something like that, give it a dark tone and voices that you can't really understand. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. What's cool is in a lot of those uh, season one and two like creepy art pieces, it shows. Uh, uh, like early depictions of the um, uh, Titan shifters, where a lot a lot of them will have like a similar design. They'll they'll be just like these really buff, kind of faceless things. But there's one that's got like a war hammer. There's one that's like a dog. There's huh. a, a gianter one. One that's wearing armor. Do we just want to go to a con naked and just say we're Titans? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I don't think uh, Crimson can do that though because canonically Titans don't have genitals. What kind of house he? <laughs> All right, we're committed. Excuse me. <laughs> no, we agreed. I said nothing. <laughs> you like the idea up until the castration. W- Wiki, you're the tiebreaker. It's uh, it's two against. Uh, I guess there's not even a tie, <laughs> unless you make it a tie. I'm down. Alright. Well, I'll get a knife. Not happening. <laughs> oh, actually, with that, I need a fucking, like, full-ass guillotine to get through that thing. Yeah. Get that chainsaw out. Um, need the jaws of life, dude. Need a jaw yeah. titan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of also tying in with, like, the attack on titan, like, one of the other different changes that they were going to do was, um, with Sasha's death, they were going to have it be way earlier and, like, much more brutal... To the point where, like, the editor actually had to go to the bathroom and cry because of it. Um, Damn. But then they, I mean, she ends up, you know, bang, fuck you, got me. <laughs> just a um, bullet! Remember, uh, Zach, it's just a bullet. It's just a bullet. But it's more, like, uh, poignant. Like, it's more meaningful rather than brutal in that moment. Mm-hmm. So... But, yeah, well, I, I was reading on that, and I'm like, oh, that would have been horrible. <laughs> If they would have just killed Sasha even earlier. Yeah. Because. Like her getting munched down on when she was trying to save that girl. Yeah. That would have been. That's also just one of the most brutal fucking ones when it's just that little Titan that's in the house. Yeah. And the girl's just trapped and he, she's, the mom like can't move because I think she was paralyzed or something and was in a wheelchair. Yeah. And he was just munching. Oh. It was literally just eating on it her leg with the child just on the other side of the room. 
That would scar a motherfucker for life. Oh, absolutely. Especially since, like, that thing was barely a titan. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, eight feet tall. Yeah. It was a titan that... A, a fucking titan that can just straight up walk into your house. Can't do shit about it. Yeah. It's not like you can just punch it. Right. I mean, you can, but... Ooh. <laughs> it's just gonna eat your fist. Yeah. So here's an interesting thing. So the Death Note pilot manga was originally supposed to be a young student named Taro who finds a notebook that would, you know, finds a Death Note, but also had an eraser that would resurrect those people if you erase their name. Oh. I'm glad that's not a thing. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You just fuck with someone, just kill them and revive them like 30 times in a day. <laughs> <laughs> They're just thinking they're having a, just a fucking heart attack. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, nah. starting to like this. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no. Imagine how many times you shit your pants if you void your bowels every time you die. I mean, uh. can you do it more than once? No, world, you man. Give, give all you got to give the first time. Unless you have something to eat in between deaths. I guess so. Eat this fucking burrito. What if he killed yeah. someone on a life sentence and then brought them back and they're like, well, I served my life sentence. A guy actually tried to make that argument. Did that, he win? I don't think so. That's bullshit. <laughs> like he, I, I don't know he, what he did, but it sounds like he won. Yeah, I think he, I think <laughs> he, he had a heart attack book. while he was on you know, serving his life sentence and you know, was clinically dead and they revived him. Bullshit. That's... <laughs> Funny as hell. And he's like, I served my life sentence. I died. I died. I was legally declared dead. I'm the second Jesus. <laughs> now fix the cookies. <laughs> True. Yeah. Commute my sentence. Wiki, you got anything? Yes. Are you moving on? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We can uh, just forget about whatever one. Crimson was talking about. Is about. He already uh, did. Fuck, what if I get the name of it? Uh. The volleyball anime. Haiku? Haiku, yeah, it's about Haiku. In the original one-shot, um, uh, Hinata was not going to be the original character. It was going to be following Kageyama, and he was going to be recruiting, basically, Hinata, who was a second year, to go play volleyball after seeing how athletic he was. That was the original like one-shot concept of the show, huh. instead of it following uh, Hinata. I like them hating each other to begin with. I like that a lot more. I honestly couldn't imagine the main character not being the main character in this show. Some films I feel like I could see it the other way, but this one, I couldn't. Hinata's just such a more likable character, too. And seeing like his love for volleyball grow and grow until he's finally able to make it on a high school team. <laughs> love it. Agreed. Um... Also, when you said, what's the volleyball anime? I thought you said the Bible anime. And I'm like, Bible Black? I'm like, I think we've already talked about that enough. But we haven't watched it. Make your next assignment. We've already had borderline hentai. We might as well just have hentai. <laughs> we just fucking watched Keijo. Right. You're not going to like my score. I already, yeah. 
Oh, another one that was uh, really interesting was the whole thing with Bakugo in MHA. I don't know if you heard about that one. Where he was supposed to like be, be the main character originally. Uh, he was supposed to be the best friend, who like innocent and like super nice. Mm-hmm. But they found that he wasn't. It wasn't funny enough, so that's why they turned him into the like the asshole that he is. I appreciate that change. I, yeah. I do too. It would have been stupid with two super nice people. Yeah. Yeah. Now it would have been really funny is him still being voiced by Clifford Chaper. Same voice for both him and Deku, but Deku being the mean one. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing today? Where are the other hugs going? I hate what Midoriya was originally supposed to be. I'm re- I keep character. reading it. No, worse. <laughs> I keep reading it and it pisses me off the more I read it. So, it's a, uh, Female? In, in the MHA prototype, my hero, he was a sickly adult salary man named Jack Midoriya who wore a costume similar to Ida's. When he was redesigned as Izuku, he had bushier hair that covered his eyes. His costume was similar to his modern-day beta costume, but much more menacing and said to be a badass normal. The sickness Jack had would be passed over to All Might. Hmm. I hate AIDS. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Eat this. <laughs> Talk about aiding the world's best hero. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff from MHA that they changed. It goes from a sidekick to just a kick in the side. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, here's one. This is actually one that uh, a good amount of people might might know in its uh that Yu-Gi-Oh was not always about card games. Yeah. It was about death. Yeah, straight up death. That's... Technically death still happens as long as you're not watching the four kids dub because yeah. the Shadow Realm is not it doesn't exist. It's Shadow only the... Realm is just hell. Yeah, it's just death. That's what I actually put on there was censorship was a reason for characters being different. Yeah. And Yu-Gi-Oh! was my example. Yep. Uh, but you can actually find one of the first manga I ever had, if not the first manga I ever had, was uh, was Yu-Gi-Oh! Chapter Zero, uh, which was the, the proof of concept for, for Yu-Gi-Oh! It's also the, the prequel. The cool thing about it is that it is like a canon prequel. But it is nothing like the rest of the series. Yami is this malicious asshole who just uh, kills people with these super fucked up magical games. Yeah, it uh, checks out. Yeah. It's a good read. He's a, he's a huge badass. Give me a second. I need to make a meme. I, uh, I would have loved if, uh, if we got... I, I was a kid who grew up playing Yu-Gi-Oh! and watching Yu-Gi-Oh! and I loved the the game. But uh, honestly, I do kind of want an alternate universe where they just never started playing the, the card game and it just stuck to uh, the shadow games of Chapter Zero. Yeah. Time to kill the guy. <laughs> um, 
not anime related, but um, another change that was big. And... Why am I getting skipped now too? <laughs> yeah, Cole keeps skipping people, and he's not even talking about anime. He's probably going to talk about Ruby. Yeah, skipping Frenchie just to talk about Ruby. Because I also had something to talk about in terms of censorship, how things are different. That's Rudy. Please continue, then. Yes, Frenchie. Is it going to be Rude Crimson? Crude? (laughs) Yeah, Crude. Crudson. Meet the Crudes. (laughs) Um, Frenchie, go ahead and go twice. So, not... It's related to an anime video game that the anime is based off, and that's Pokemon. Okay. In original concepts for the game, when you go, I think the one where the ghosts, I think, is it Vermillion? Uh, in the in the original Pokemon. In, are you talking about the uh, like the cemetery? I yeah. I believe that's Fuchsia. Where whatever city it's in, when you actually go in and you fight your rival on the top, or no, mm-hmm. on the Saint Anne, um, in the original game, when you battle your rival, you actually kill his Raticate. And he is there in that city at the tower where all the ghosts are, mourning the loss of his Raticate. And they changed it because, you know, the game's for children. <laughs> but yeah, that was a uh, original concept that got scrapped, was because of censorship that you were going to, you know, literally kill a guy. Yeah. Man, that's fucked up out here killing some other guy's uh, animals. You know what, though? Blue kind of deserves it. I don't know if Blue does, but Gary definitely does. Yeah. Or as I named him in the game, Asphart. Yeah. Butt nose. Ass butt. That sounds like some shit you do. Nose fart. Hey, ass butt! <laughs> I choose you, motherfucker. I think I named him Fuckface once, too. Yeah. That's probably my most recent playthrough I named him Fuckface. <laughs> also just douche. But yeah, that was another uh, version of censorship that was really prominent. Right. In... Go ahead and skip Crimson and go again. Okay, Wiki, go. Alright, sweet. My next one is going to be about, uh, what was it, One Piece? And how the original concept of Chopper wasn't a cute and adorable like he is today it was originally he was going to be like a tall and lengthy reindeer that smoked cigarettes <laughs> so just reindeer sanji <laughs> yes yeah that was like the original concept art there's, there's pictures of it and the crew uh like i kind of like it but also i hate it i love Topper the way he is he's cute and adorable and to think that he would have been something completely different i would have fucking despised it it's, you know, it's just you what i have it's just him and sanji doing the fusion dance yeah. That would have been incredible. <laughs> I don't think Chopper's personality would have been the same. Probably not. And his personality is so... Per- On that note, I just got to the part where they won the second of the... Uh, Davey uh, games? Yeah, the Davey games. Hell yeah. And he picked the fucking horse? <laughs> Fuck you, Luffy. Oh my god. I love the Davey back games, bro. Oh my god. I liked the fight in the second round, but fuck Luffy, man. <laughs> Just wait till you see Afro Luffy. I promise you, you're going to love it. I think I've got like four or five episodes left of the arc. Afro Luffy's the shit. Yeah. Nice. So, Zaria, what's your next one? Uh, so, I actually want to um, 
talk about one. I was talking about this before we were recording, but I actually do want to talk about it while we are recording, and that's the uh, massive amount of changes that uh, the Android saga went through um, during during development in the manga. That's perfect, because I wanted to talk about a change after the Android saga. Yeah. Uh, so, the original main villains of the Android saga, as we know, were Dr. Jiro and Android 19. That was supposed to remain consistent throughout the entire arc. They were supposed to be the big bad, like the next Frieza. The editors hated that. They hated Dr. Jiro and Android 19 entirely. Their design, uh, the design for 19, I hate. I hate it so much. Yeah, it's not, it's not the best. Uh, isn't 19 also the only one that's not actually part human? Uh, 16 also isn't. Oh, that's right. He was just based on Jiro's son. Yep. Um, well, uh, although if we're getting real technical, I think most of them are not human because, uh, uh, there's a language translation thing. Um, they're supposed to be where, cyborgs. Yeah, they point that out in Dragon Ball Z abridged. Yeah, uh, it's pretty much just the English dub where they're referred to as as androids. But I think I read that the Japanese words for android and cyborg are very similar, if not the same. Yeah. All I know is that seventeen and eighteen were human. Yes. Before being kidnapped by Jiro. Yep. Uh, and Jiro himself, of course, is, um... It's so weird that he just put his brain in a thing and put a hat on it. Uh, the, his body is fake. I don't know why he made his body to also be an old man. You would think if you're gonna design a fake body for yourself, you're gonna make yourself look young again, like your peak, but whatever. Uh, also, how did he transfer his brain? He probably had a machine do it for him. Or maybe that was the whole reason he built 19. Mm. Fair. Because he's 20, so he came after. Uh, but, yeah, so the whole reason we got uh, seven, 16, 17, and 18 was because uh, the editors hated um, Dr. Giroux and Android 19 so much. And then they still were not really impressed with, uh, with 17 and 18. They thought that they were bland. So they wanted a scarier villain, so he made Cell, and he talks about how he absolutely hates drawing Cell because yep. he has way too much detail, <laughs> and, and then the editors were like, Cell is great, now give him transformations, <laughs> like you did with Frieza. So he was like, ah! <laughs> Cell was not supposed to transform, mm. he was supposed to stick with that form the whole time. Uh, it, it it was just that's how these things go in the industry it can be a fucking mess and the even craziest, with an iconic manga and show like Dragon Ball yeah cause uh, one of the biggest things of course that most people know is that it was supposed to end after the Frieza saga and it kept going by, by popular demand so it was popular enough to demand more and then uh, he's making more and Every single week, he gets told that he has to completely change his story. Yeah. That's 
harsh. And it does not end with the Cell Saga. Yeah. Because Goku is supposed to stay dead. Yeah. At the end of the Cell Saga. When Cell blows up and then comes back and is killed by Goku, you know, energy-wise, and Gohan, that's supposed to be the end of Goku. Mm-hmm. Other than, like, you know, spot appearances every now and then. Like, just, you know, other world training and stuff like that. It's supposed to be focused on Vegeta and Gohan. Yeah. Which is why you get the great Saiyan Man arc and everyone fucking hates Gohan. <laughs> but because of popular demand by fans and by the editors, he had to write Goku back in, you know, getting the, the bullshit one day to fight in the World Martial Arts Tournament. Mm-hmm. And then turning it into Goku being revived after seven years with... Um, the Elder Kai sacrificing himself yeah, to give Goku the uh, life energy. But, and then everyone talks about, oh, I fucking hate Gohan's character. It's like, it's because of your bitchin' ass that Goku's back and Gohan's not the main character. Yeah, and also, the, the fact that people hate Gohan for being a scholar... And a good dad. Yeah, is bullshit, because it's such a compelling story... To want to live a normal life, but you can't because the entire universe is in danger every two weeks. <laughs> and have you seen um, Superhero yet? No, I haven't had time. It doesn't retcon, but it makes up for a lot of shit with Piccolo and Gohan. As much as I hated the character design and, anima- and you know base animation... Mm-hmm. The story based around those two is really fucking cool, and the new transformations that they get, which, not a spoiler, that was announced way beforehand. Yeah. It's cool as shit, and I think Wiki can attest to that. Yes, facts. Also, stick stick around for the end credit scene. That shit was amazing. Mm. Yeah. Cool. I think because of Toxic Fans is one of the reasons that um, Cell got thrown to the wayside and we keep getting Frieza back instead. Well, uh, we won't get Cell back unless fans demand it, because Toriyama hates Cell. Mm. Hates him. Mm -hmm. He does not want a job. So, yeah. If it were up to him. It sucks, because Cell's such a a more captivating villain than Frieza. Frieza's just a fucking toddler that throws a temper tantrum. Cell's actually like a well-thought-out and intelligent character. Yeah. Although, uh... The inspiration for uh, Frieza. Frieza is based off of a freezer recurrent. That's what his name is based off of. But the designs for like his forms is based off of uh, recurring nightmares that Akira Toriyama had as a child. Yeah. So that's probably uh, a big reason why he kind of keeps recurring it's because it was such a like a a big part of uh himself give us moro that's all i have yeah i'm really excited for the moro arc all right anyone got anything else before we move on yeah i got one more all right right, wiki go it is about uh i love boba bo and how it was originally supposed to be uh one season 50 episodes but instead it got split up into two 25 episode seasons uh two 25 episode seasons 
and V's being is because of, I think, time constraints and because of the way he they made him do it. He, they forced him to write a time skip, and he had to completely rewrite the ending of the show, which is the whole second season. Hmm. Yep. We also talked about it last week that it was also partially because of money, yeah. too. That's why they had to get the sponsors. Did, did you see what the original ending was supposed to be? No. Like oh. I said, all the facts that I came up with today are from a guy named uh, Otaku underscore Haven, and that was just something he said. Now, do I know if any of the things that I'm saying are true? No. I'm just going off something I saw off the internet. <laughs> well, we know everything on the internet is true. Yeah. It's reliable. Good videos. I kind of want to search that, see if, if the internet says anything about that. But yeah. That was my last one. All right, Crimson. Uh, my and that'll one. do it. <laughs> See you, everybody. My last one, again, it doesn't have anything necessarily to do with anime specifically, but it does have to do with an anime-heavy uh, anime game, which is Kingdom Hearts. The original uh, look of what Sora was supposed to be like is nothing compared to what he looks like now. Uh... I wouldn't say nothing like it. He literally the boy's looks like... got claws, a tail, shorter hair... He's I'm more interested in the sword. Yeah. Like, what's, what's, is it a fucking chainsaw? Yeah, it was supposed I, to be like a chain blade. I'm stupid. I'm down for that, for some Warhammer 40k shit. But his hair is like basically the same. Eh, the fruit one thing. They basically just was. made him more human and had him take off some clothes. So Kingdom Hearts 4. I don't fucking know. They made him more human. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 4 isn't even a thing. What's this? The trailer came out, like, forever oh. ago. It's actually a thing. Well, until it's out, it's not a thing. But, it, okay. Chainsaw Man anime has been teased for two years now. And it's supposed to come out later this year. Kingdom I'll... Hearts 3 has been teased for fucking 13 years. Kingdom Hearts 3 is a thing. It came out. What I'm saying Finally. is Chainsaw Man has been talked about being an anime and has been greenlit for two years and we still don't have it. It's coming out because this year though, isn't it? Or is it next year? I'll fucking believe it when I see the first episode out on Crunchyroll. Until then, it's an idea, thing. not a thing. Yeah, I need to get your Crunchyroll stuff again. I switched from, I got my new phone. Oh, I, I got my new phone. I switched bitch. over and I didn't get the logins. Maybe you should save it. I really need to. That, that's the thing that needs to happen. Anyway, what's our anime assignment? Uh, our anime assignment, this should be a fun one. Uh, it's called Love After World Domination. I've heard about this one. I feel like I've heard this one. It's, uh, it's, it's about a guy who's basically the Red Power Ranger, who's part of the team. I have seen this one, yes. Basically the Power Rangers, known as the Gelato Five. Love after world domination. Yeah, the main oh, character falls in love with the evil <laughs> queen, uh, and shenanigans ensue. As soon as you said Red Power Ranger, like, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yep, it's twelve episodes. It's on Crunchyroll at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So let's uh, talk. Let's talk Kaijo. Wait, the adventurer. Do you have a response to Kaylee? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not here for this. Zach, you're a bitch. You're the one who did it. He's talking to himself. Oh. 
if it's my fault. <laughs> yeah, it a is. Good work week. I'm fucking tired, and I want to go to bed as soon as we're done. And I'm missing this. This is ass. I hate this. I'm regretting my life currently. As keep, you should. Keep crying about it, Wiki. <laughs> hey, I hope you're feeling okay, also the adventurer. Thank you. I, thank you. It's more than Kaylee could have ever said to me. The adventurer had a, had a misadventure. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We're not going to get into that right now. Though. Marvelous misadventures of the adventurer. Yeah. It does happen. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, you respond. Did I like your response? No. It wasn't. No, it wasn't clever. It wasn't very good. Although you do watch... You know, fruit basket. I don't expect you to be clever or smart, but... <laughs> what the fuck was that person? <laughs> sound like a fucking donkey! <laughs> oh my god. Dude. I know. But... <laughs> Calm down there. That might have reached, a new, that reached a new level of your stupid Kaminari laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Pinocchio, I turned into one of the fucking donkeys there. Trust me you know, when that I say this. fucked up. Yes. Trust me when I say this, Kaylee. I am not looking for your attention. I am looking not. to end you. End <laughs> this shit. Let's say end Posimon on the weekly weaves. That is my goal. Fuck. You. Why? I'd say you want a war. I thought you wanted the war. You shut your mouth. <laughs> you fucking traitor. You fucking, you, you fucking said. You fucking spit the words that she had out. Well, how else were you gonna hear them? She wasn't coming on. No. How? She doesn't. She doesn't live with with either of us. You live here. But you know what? I wanted to give her a chance. I want to give her a chance to show up. In four weeks, this show comes back here. Show up. <laughs> God damn it, are we gonna have to live stream that fucking episode? We might have our own WWE, Weekly Weaves Entertainment. No, we're gonna have actual fighting. Yeah. There's UFC, baby. And also, We Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah. And also, fuck you, Kaylee. God damn. Jesus shit. What has this show become? Become? What the fuck are you talking about? This is how this show has been for almost two years. Yeah. We live in the same life. We've been doing this for two years? Yeah! God, it feels longer. Alright, we'll go ahead and start talking about Kaijo. Uh, My favorite thing about that was the donkey laugh. Yeah, the donkey laugh was great. I'm honestly I'm honestly very disappointed with the adventurer's response. <laughs> strictly because he didn't say, you bitch. <laughs> that was a letdown. <laughs> I was really hoping he'd come back out and just be like, you bitch. <laughs> I, I honestly feel like he could have done better. Oh my god. So, Kaiju. Kaijo. 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 This is a show Kikashi. that was exactly what I expected it to be. Yep. It was the show Bad. itself wasn't horrible. It could have been it could have been either way pervier, or it could have been way better. But for what it did, 
it both was of fine. those are true. Yeah, it but could for, have been pervier. It also could have been better. Yeah, but for <laughs> what it was and what it did, it was fine. There were I'm, funny moments in it. There, there were some pretty interesting fights in it with the uh, animation, but as an overall show, it was fine. There were I'm too many. That I got to watch a show where I could just shut off my brain and not have to worry about a thing. My brain just shut off and it was just pure, uh... Yeah. That's fair. That's, uh, that's also fair. Could have also done that with, uh, the, uh, Okotami game. Whatever the fuck. The East versus the West? No, the entire show. No. Where the guy talked about, this world is stupid. Oh, uh, Trapped in a Dating Sim. Oh. Yeah. I love that show. Like, to me, that's a good show that's supposed to be all about comedy and is well done. Yeah. I'm a sports fan, so I'm really hypercritical about sports anime. And this fit every stupid trope that I hate. The, this counts as a sports anime? Yes. Yes. Weirdly enough, it does. Uh, Alright. I, I just counted Cause it. Because Keijo is a sport in their world. That's fair. I just counted it as, like, a, a boxing shounen. That's, Boxing's a sport. Uh, that's true, but... I don't know. This is a show that was, like... You've heard of beatboxing. This was butt boxing. The show was purposefully not meant, like, to be, like, a serious, like, super intense show at all. But, you know, I... It was still a fairly fun watch. Like, there were some cool moments in it. There were some funny ones. The fucking attack names were hilarious. It stopped being funny to me after, like, the third episode. Bro. Really? You did Attack on Titan? Attack on Titan was I incredible. I did like that one, but, and like... The, the Gates of Booty Lawn? That one was also Phenomenal. Great. That as, was epic. Yeah. And as soon as, uh, in the intro, uh, those, like, golden portals started showing up... Yeah. I was like... That kind of looks like Gilgamesh's yep. thing. Uh, and then she just yeah, goes, Gates of Booty Lawn. And I was like, that is Gilgamesh. Yeah. I also I also cried laughing at the uh, quick draw bazongas. I don't know why. It's just the moment it happened. I had Gazongas? Yeah, gazongas. I had to pause it because I was crying laughing in my office. Yeah. But, but Attack on Titan... That one's, like, yeah, top tier. That one's, like, peak. Yeah. Uh, Gates of Booty Lawn, number two. Yeah. And then, I liked Shuri Cans. I thought that was also really funny. I don't even remember that one, to be honest. It was one of the main characters' uh, attacks that she did. I figured. Then the Nipple Rippled Madness also had me dying. But yeah, again, this is one of those ones where... It's a stupid show, yeah. It's super stupid. But it's... It's one of those ones where you can just don't have to really think. You can just watch it and just be like, okay. Yeah, I will say um, it is mostly like the same joke over and over again. Yeah, uh, that's, that's fair. So I do kind of see what what Frenchie said by like, yeah, it's not being funny about the third episode, but it always it always like found at least one joke per episode ish yeah. where it would come back. And Attack of Titan was one of them. It was, for sure. The problem is it's supposed to be a comedy show. Yeah. And I don't think it was very funny, personally. I I really got over it pretty quick. Yeah. That's um, I found 
a lot of these moments like super funny in a sense like when that one chick was fucking i was watching this by myself my brain was shut off so i was just saying some of the most outlandish shit while i was watching it sure. and one of the things that i said out loud while i was watching it is the one that chick was swirling and dancing with her leg raised up and was playing the musical notes and shit you know who i'm talking about yeah mm-hmm. i was like She's playing music out of her pussy, and I was like, ha, 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 <laughs> super funny. Like, I was saying some dumb shit, and it was, oh, God, I don't know why, but I thought that was funny as fuck. <laughs> also, can we just address the fact that this show had just extremely horny gang? Yes. yes. She literally looks like a character from a hentai that I know of. Yeah. What are we talking about? Who? Uh, blonde. Blonde. <laughs> The upperclassmen, the like uh, number one in the the school, big titty blonde long hair. That that's always trying to fuck everybody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she like molests those twins for four solid minutes, which <laughs> was again, if I'm gonna have a problem with Plunderer for doing that, I've also got to have a problem with Keijo doing it. Oh, for sure. Like yeah, it would have just... been funny. If it had been, like, a one-time thing. Yeah. But that's her entire shtick. Yeah. Is being a molester, basically. And that's the reason I didn't like Blunderer. And I couldn't stand her character. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, every time she popped up on screen, I just thought... My first thing in my head was just extremely horny Yang. And I could not get that out of my Watch head. Kyoko Energy. Hornier Yang? Hentai Yang. What? They literally have a competition of how many guys they can get off in a room. That's a major plot of the second half of the show. No, dude. It's one of three hentai I've ever actually seen. I'm trying to decide if I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Kyoka Energy, Itadaki Seki, Bible Black. Redo of Healer, but that's still bordering. That's not porn, it's just, uh. <laughs> it, it would technically be etchy. Yeah. That's why, again, that's why I said bordering. Like, it's literally a hop, skip, and jump. I call it horse shit, but. <laughs> uh. But. This show, it, it's, uh, uh, it is, like, exactly what I thought it'd be. Yep. Stupid as fuck. And, uh, it did get a few chuckles out of me. Ultimately, it's, like, okay. Yeah. Uh, it is just for sure, it's a shonen. Yep. You know, everything about it will remind you that it, that it's just, like, every other shonen that you've ever seen, just with boobs and butts follows all the tropes yeah the intro though was actually banger it was pretty good I hated how much I liked the intro yeah <laughs> I also did really like that Amber Lee Connors was in this as the main character cause she's also a uh, real, she's also a really good voice actress she does a, she's a voice of Peak in Attack on Titans, and she's a voice of Comey and uh, Dub for Comey Can't Communicate. Both of which, the sub is better. That is true. <laughs> uh, 
I'm not disagreeing with you. I just wanted to point that out. No, you're not wrong. I I watched all of season two of Comey Sub as well as season one. I have not watched season two yet. Neither have I. I forgot that it existed. So good. I'm so mad that season three hasn't been announced yet. It makes it makes me a little nervous. Oh, it if it was gonna get canceled, it would have fucking already happened. Well, the you know only, how fast Netflix jumps on that shit. Well, the problem is like literally <laughs> a week or two after the first season finished, they announced season two, and then like three to four months later, season two came out. Well, they probably yeah. have to let the manga get a little bit longer, more than likely. It's like a hundred and some or. Er, it's quite a few chapters up there. Maybe the next season's going to be 25 episodes. Yeah, but there, there's a Real- lot... Of- there, go ahead. I was going to say, realistically, it wasn't season one and season two. It was the bullshit of part one, part two. If they were released that close together. It's the same thing they're doing with Spy Family. That's fair. Spy Family got... Re- if they're released in the same calendar year, it's the same fucking season. It's just broken up into two parts. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Plus with uh, Coming Can- Can't Communicate... It's like three or four volumes per episode. Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. They did cover quite a few. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, you can see the volume shift. Yeah. Every time it, like, kind of shifts over in the episode. And that happens, like, three or four times an episode. So, uh, that ha- plays a lot into it. Because it's like that with, uh, with Black Clover, too. Because the volume of Black Clover is, like, 15 pages mm-hmm. uh, an episode is like two or three volumes at least um, yeah you can get caught up pretty quickly should we uh, get into ratings I don't think there's really a whole oh, also I did not give a fuck about any character until the player she faced in the last one-on-one fight. Oh, with the multiple personalities? I thought that was so cool, and then there was just nothing to it. Uh, I thought that was cool, too. I did feel really happy for the girl that her dad showed up. I knew yeah. he was gonna. I did like that as but, well. Uh, yeah. And that he kind of got into it. I think that was part of my problem, is the show is really predictable, because mm-hmm. it's a shonen. Yeah. Like, you know there's gonna be a training, you know there's gonna be a travel, there's gonna be a beach episode. Mm-hmm gonna have a secret technique that's gonna be way above her level but she's gonna do a crazy training that nobody else does mm. all for that vacuum butt cannon also she <laughs> she went from using the vacuum butt cannon one time when they were facing off basically because of what the one teacher said about uh seiko's teachers or the fuck the school's called and to rip the girl's shirt, mm-hmm. and then she couldn't move, to literally the next day being able to use it multiple times. And that was before the boob acupuncture, whatever the fuck they called it, which I did find that funny. That part was funny. That was pretty funny, yeah. But before that, she just kept using it over and over again. I'm like, your own plot doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Also, the thing that bugs me about the vacuum butt cannon... Unless everybody their age is just crazy fucking prodigies. Uh, the vacuum butt cannon is supposed to be this, like, impossibly powerful move that, like, destines you to be a prize queen because 
you're just going to knock everybody off the land. And then everyone stops it. it. Everybody has stopped it, yeah. No, Nobody falls for the, the vacuum butt cannon. Fuck that move. Yeah. It's the shittiest Rasengan. It's the move that could make you super powerful and also end your career. Spam it and it not work. Yeah. Like, could you imagine Goku using the fucking spirit bomb over and over again and it doing no damage every single time? Yeah. Well, uh, he's only he only has one kill with the spirit bomb, so... Yeah, it was, but it was also super effective against Vegeta. Uh, it was pretty effective against Vegeta. It was also Krillin using that one. Yeah, but it's also only really been used twice. Uh, let's see, Vegeta, Frieza, Kid Buu. Is that it? Is that really it? In the I think so. And the uh, cannon. And Frieza Z? stopped it before he really got to use it. Did you guys say Jiren? Jiren. I was just thinking Z, but uh, yeah, he does use it on Jiren. Well, he uses it on himself, I guess, that time, technically, because Jiren's... And he gets Ultra obviously. Instinct out of it, so I would call that three out of four. Yeah. <laughs> that That's pretty good <laughs> shot landing percentage on that. But yeah, I'm cool with talking ratings now. Yeah. Alright. So, personal enjoyment for me was a seven... Uh, again, I thought it was pretty decent. I thought it had its very funny moments with the names and everything, and the music was also banger. Um, animation, I gave an 8. There was some really good animation with, like, the, uh, uh, the attacks that were going on, uh, as well as, uh, just in general. Uh, character development, I did give a 4. Um, there wasn't enough character development for me to really care about the characters. I do agree with you guys about the dad showing up. I thought that was really cool. Um, and also, uh, I did feel kind of bad for the uh, person, uh, the last fighter that was going up against uh, the main character and her uh, kind of situation. But as an overall, there wasn't really enough for me to care about character-wise. Soundtrack, I'm giving it seven. Uh, the music itself for the show fit well, really well. The intro, I really liked. Um, World building, I gave a six. I think that it did... It set up well for what it was trying to do, but in the end, the only thing that they did was just introduce a, a sport. Overall, everything else was pretty much real world. So it wasn't too much world building that was really added into the show uh plot i gave a seven it's a shonen so i mean it wasn't hor- it wasn't a horrible plot it could have been much better but it was it was a par par plot uh voice acting performance i gave a six um other than amberly connor's his main character the others i really didn't care about um the fucking country chick who had her accent for the one episode and if the never two s- country girls that had their accent for one episode well, yeah even the main girl kind of had a weird uh, she had one at the beginning yeah that she kept falling in and out of barely it was probably because she kept forgetting that that was how it was supposed to be i don't know um art style i gave a six i thought it was fine it looked like a typical Kind of like girl anime. 
Uniqueness, I'm giving that eight. It's definitely unique. Can't argue with that. Uh, recommendation, I give it a five. If you're gonna watch it, watch it drunk, high, or if you just feel like watching something where you don't need a reason to watch, you know, where you don't need a reason to care. Uh, so total for me is 64. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like I said, like I was telling you earlier, Frenchie, the show is, yeah. I rated it higher than I thought I actually did. Higher but... than Neon Genesis. No, the fuck it isn't! Your original was in the 50s. Oh, my original, yeah. But I've changed it since then, so I don't know why y'all are still harping on it. Because we had to bully you to change it. So we have no, to bully you, you that we had to bully you. All you all bullied me about it. I did my own separate research and then changed it. <laughs> um, it wasn't you guys that changed my opinion. It was really me. Deal. So, personal enjoyment, I gave a two. <laughs> the only reason it's not a one is that there were some moments that were funny. But let over, a, Let me ask this before you get too deeper into this. Is this a biased review? No. Okay. Well, personal enjoyment is one. I'm talking about the no. remainder. No, it is not biased because I did give some good scores on okay. the things that I thought were good. Proceed. <laughs> Animation seven. The fights are actually pretty well done yep. in this show, which out of a shonen I would expect and hope for. Mm-hmm. Character development is a three because there's only one or two characters that go through minimal development. Yep. And one of them happens in the span of three minutes of actual world time where the girl goes from being scared of losing everything important to her to being super confident because this random person who's competing against her gave her a motivational pep talk. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Three. <laughs> That's valid. That's a valid, yeah. Soundtrack. Seven. I liked the soundtrack for it. I really like the open. I hate how much I like the open. <laughs> world building, six. Nice clap, yeah. Yes, it only really talks about the sport, but that is the world we are exploring. Yeah, true. And it also, it identifies a little bit about the pros. It does a good job of establishing the two schools and the rivalry. Mm-hmm. So, it's a slightly above average. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Plot is a fucking two. <laughs> I think the dialogue... For this show was poorly written. The character interactions were not good. Fair. The plot itself is predictable and kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Like, literally when, oh, it's, you gotta win two out of three. I'm like, cool, they're gonna win the first one because the white hair girl is in it and her dad's gonna be there. They're gonna lose the second one, but it's gonna be close because they have to show that they're not gonna get blown out. Yeah. And they're gonna win the last one. It's gonna come down to the two girls. Yeah, and literally as soon as they're like, Main character, you're in the third group. All right. Yeah. One I of say, the I first two that. groups is completely fucked. I did predict that also. And honestly, I thought one of the things that I was disappointed in is like, this is a show about boobs and butts and it's supposed to be funny. I was bored watching the show. Like, I did not find it entertaining at all. And to me, that was because of the plot. And again, I think it's partially because I like sports anime and like sports. And I have problems when they don't do things realistic. Like, I'm going to be a stickler on this because Haikyuu is the pinnacle of sports anime. Yeah. Because it is 
actually kind of realistic of the interaction of people, the way the sport is played. Obviously, Keijo's not a real thing, so I don't hold it nearly as much to that standard in this. Can I pause you real quick? Yeah, a little sports anime. I wouldn't say it's Haikyuu. It'd be Hajime no Ippo, bro. If I remember correctly, that's the name of that boxing anime. That's the pinnacle. I can't tell you for sure because I haven't seen it. From I'm basing off what I've seen. It's also something that I love about Yuri on Ice. It's very much... It talks about the struggles that characters have to go through as athletes and stuff like that. With this one, she went from never playing the game to being the next superstar of the sport in like three months. Mm -hmm. Which again, it's not a real sport, so I'm not going to hold it against it too much, but it it impacts how I view the plot of the show. Yeah. Um, And that's one of the reasons that Personal enjoyment and plot are both two because I look. I'm very high on plot. If it has a bad plot, I'm not gonna like the show. What? Keijo's real. <laughs> Wait, what? Keijo Portugal is a small group working to turn the wild sport of the show oh. into a real activity. Oh, so it's not really established. It's people trying to take. Yeah, it's like it's a fucking like Quidditch. Quidditch. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, my high school had a Quidditch team, you know. <laughs> okay, getting back into some of the positives. The A performance, I gave a five. I thought there was nothing super great about it, but I didn't think it was terrible. I thought a lot of the voices fit the characters. But again, with them kind of going in and out on different things, threw me off. Mm-hmm. Um, art style, gave a seven. Every character is very unique in their design. I really like um, the look overall of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, uniqueness, I gave a five. The idea of Keijo and self as a sport is pretty unique, but again, it follows a lot of the same tropes of Moshonen, so to me, it kind of cancels out, makes it even. Recommendability, I gave a three. If you like horny, watch the show. Otherwise, I'm not going to recommend it to someone. Overall, I gave it a 47. But again, that was mostly because I docked it really hard on recommendability, personal enjoyment, and plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything else was average, but that kept it closer to 50 than it would like 70 or 80. Right. Right. When three categories drop like that, you're going to get a lower score. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, just from that, it lost 23 points. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely had that in the past where, like, we'll review a show and I just, like, hate the fuck out of it. But then it's, like, technically impressive, mm-hmm. like, the way it looks and sounds and everything like that. And then that, like, sort of drags it up, yeah. so it shows that I fucking hate end up yeah. having... To me, it's kind of, like, a reverse reason of why you didn't like uh, Devil May Cry Baby. The show itself, the look of it, not great. The way it's written and the character interaction, really well done. But there was also just a scene you really did not like, yeah. so it dropped your personal enjoyment. The plot is very well written in that show but also because of the technical aspects it's going to drop the score yeah. a little bit doesn't mean it's a bad show and I'm not saying this is a terrible show I just didn't like it yeah also I did a little bit more digging Keijo was actually a sport in Portugal it debuted in the summer of 2017 but then became because of how unpopular the sport became in Portugal they never came back yeah. so it was an actual sport for a summer and then it just got dropped off. Yeah. Dropped off. And this show came out, I think, 2015? 2016. 2016. So, yeah, it would have happened right after the release of the anime, essentially. Yep. So, so this show must have been, a like, a hit in Portugal. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. If it inspired... 
the sport to actually become IRL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. I mean, shit. If it's something that you can actually, like, make money on. Because I bet one thing that the show gets right is that women would probably make bank on it. Yeah. Well, one one of the big reasons why it stopped was because of injuries. Like, that was the number Wait, one Wait, you mean a sport where people are literally hip-checking each other with no padding or throwing one of the most sensitive areas on their body at each other to deal damage, got injuries? Mm-hmm. That's, wow. <laughs> like, could you uh, imagine playing hockey without padding and they're literally getting hip-checked into boards? Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, also, some of those lands that they're on are, like, places where you can... Like the the grid one in <laughs> the, the first gym. round, yeah, you will fuck yourself up on that one. I will say, I thought the episode titles were funny. I did mention that last week when I was going through them. Yeah, and King of the Jungle Gym was a good one. Mm-hmm. All right, Wiki, what's uh, what's your ratings? All right, should we go? Uh, my uh, ratings for Kajo, first enjoyment five. Uh, animation six, character development five, soundtrack six, world building five, plot four, voice acting performance five, art style six. I want to do a five actually. <laughs> um, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Systems rating. Uh, uniqueness nine. I feel like this. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm actually okay. Hold up. Thinking about it, changing it to a six. He just I'm flipped it around. <laughs> he was reading it upside down. Fact, yes, it's unique in the fact of the sport and like the concept of the show, yeah. but unique as in the aspect of it's about titties and ass, which is not that unique. Uh, and recommendability, I give a five, kind of the same reason as Tyler, uh, but out of 152. See, I talk shit about the show the entire time, and my score is not that different from Wiki's. Yeah. Wait, what did he say? 52? 52, 52 yeah. 52. I heard him wrong. Uh, so my review for Kaijo. My Kaijo. personal enjoyment. Kaijo with that gay hoe. Yeah. Monkey. Monkey. Uh, my personal enjoyment is five. I was pretty middle of the road with it. It had, like, some funny stuff, but at the same time, it had, like, one joke that it did forever. Uh, animation, I give a seven because I did think a lot of the fights looked really good. Character development, four. Uh, soundtrack, eight. I really liked that. Uh, world building, six. Uh, it did give us like a good amount of I think the base knowledge for for uh, the sport, Keijo. But you know, plot, I gave a three. Uh, voice acting, I gave a seven. Art style, I gave a six. Uh, uniqueness, I gave a seven because uh, the sport itself is unique, but it, I it is being held back by uh, uh, it's falling into shonen tropes. Uh, recommendability, I I gave a three. I can't imagine telling anybody to watch this show unless they're like specifically asking me about it, and then I'll be like. If you want, I guess, watch it. If you're it. high, sure. Yeah. Uh, my total's 56. So 
And that makes the average... 53. God damn it, I did... What the fuck? God damn it, dude, what the fuck? What? He's calculating. Uh, 55. Yeah, I was close. Close. That is rounding up. So. So it's even closer. It was 54.75. Damn. Alright guys, well that was Kaijo, and uh, just a reminder that the assignment for this week is Love After World Domination. You can find it on Crunchyroll, probably some other places, maybe, I haven't seen it. How many um, episodes is it? It is 12 episodes long. Uh, and if you guys have any concepts for uh, existing anime or manga that you think might be different than what they would have done... Or if you know about uh, some ones that some of your favorite manga artists have talked about, uh, let us know on our socials. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. Bye-bye. I love you. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime talk. Make sure to join us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>